Welcome to the Healthy Celiac Podcast. I'm your host, Belinda Whelan, and here you'll learn how to live your very best life with celiac disease. Now, we are going to be talking all about health-related topics because you, my friend, are more than just a woman with celiac disease. Welcome to the show. Now, before we dive into today's episode, as a health coach, I've been working with women who are newly diagnosed with celiac disease for over 10 years now. And if you're listening to the show, I bet you're trying to navigate a lot of really complicated questions right now. You know, you're probably trying to figure out what to eat, you're saying no to going out with friends because you're scared to eat out, and you're feeling overwhelmed with all the information that's available on the internet. Look, I get it, I've been there, and navigating a celiac diagnosis can be overwhelming, but it doesn't mean that you have to go at it alone. I'm here to support you, so I want you to head on over to belindawheelan.com forward slash ebook and grab my free ebook where I teach you what to look out for and the 11 most common mistakes that people make when going gluten free. So head to belindawheelan.com forward slash ebook and grab your free copy now. Okay, welcome back to this week's episode. If you are new to the show, I thank you for tuning into this episode because I think you might be surprised with some of these items that I'm going to be talking about today that can contain gluten. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, thank you for coming back and tuning in. Now, some people get caught out with these things years on into their diagnosis. So this episode is designed to help anyone with celiac disease because like I said, you know, you can get caught out years later and sometimes we can get complacent and forget to check things. So these are 13 surprising places that you might find gluten. All right, let's get into it. Now, early on, I find that many people with celiac disease get caught out with soy sauce Because the word itself, soy sauce, you would think it comes from soybeans, wouldn't you? But many soy sauces actually are derived from wheat and that catches people out because of the assumption that it is from basically from soybeans. So what you need to do is you can either purchase tamari, which is generally gluten-free, or you can look for a gluten-free version of soy sauce. So make sure you don't get caught out with that one. So if you're eating out and you order sushi, many sushi places now have gluten-free soy sauce. So just ask for it and make sure that you are getting a gluten-free version. All right, the next one is toothpaste and fluoride treatment. So I've just popped those two together because I think they tie in nicely. Now, I have not found a toothpaste in Australia that has got gluten in it, but I know in many other countries there are lots of toothpastes that have gluten gluten in them. So depending on where you live, this is something that you need to check. Um, And fluoride treatments is something you need to ask about when you go to the dentist. So if you haven't already done so, go back and listen to episode 47, which is medical visits with celiac disease, what you need to know. So I'm talking more in that episode about dental visits plus hospital visits. So that's a really handy episode if you didn't already know that one. So yeah, go back and listen to that one afterwards and I'll pop a link to that in the show notes below. All right, the next one is medication. And unfortunately with medication, it's not as easy as it is with food due to the labeling And even some doctors are quite submissive and put their, I guess, their patients down and 
almost ridicule them when they question about gluten in medication, which is, in my opinion, it's dreadful because they're meant to be looking after our health and we need to know what is in our medication as well. So you have every right to ask about medication and to check that it has not got gluten in it. So I'm going to be doing an episode about this in its in, just on medication soon because it's a topic that I could share a lot more about and there's some things that many of us Aussies probably don't know about the regulations with our medication. So I'm going to talk about that in another episode. So yeah, always check your medication. Now this one catches people out and it's frozen vegetables. I again haven't come across that in Australia, but frozen vegetables can often come with flavorings and seasonings and they can have gluten in them. So again, it's about making sure that you're reading the packaging and making sure that there's nothing added to it. So if it's purely, you know, frozen broccoli, you're fine. But if it's got other ingredients, then you need to look into that and investigate and make sure that there's no gluten in there. So that unfortunately is one that catches people out. Now, these two uh, are put together as well. They are not something that we eat, but they are interestingly somewhere that you can find gluten. And it's some toilet papers and paper towels, and it's to do with the glues in them. And many of us are fine with touching gluten, but I know many people cannot touch gluten. So if you're having reactions, it could be from touching gluten. So these are two products that some people get caught out with as well. So again, that's something to be aware of that I never knew in the very early days that that was a possibility. So yeah, just just another thing to be aware of and think about if you're not sure what's going on with like the allergy side of things, not so much getting glutened, but yeah, more of an awareness. The next one, which has been very prevalent over the last couple of years, and that's hand sanitizer, would you believe? So hand sanitizer, which I guess it's kind of weird, you know, we wash our hands with hand sanitizer and then people must be going and putting their hands in their mouth afterwards, whether it's when they're eating, I'm not too sure, but there are many people reporting that they've been getting gluten from hand sanitizer. So that's something to be aware of as well. There are many brands available that are free of gluten. You can make sure that you can buy a product that hasn't got the gluten in it. Me personally, I'm not a fan of hand sanitizer because of all the detrimental side effects of it, but it's just, again, it's another awareness and depending on, you know, some facilities that you might be going into, they force you to hand sanitize before you go into their buildings, such as hospitals, dentists, places like that. So that can be where it's quite handy to have your own little version of a hand sanitizer in your handbag or your bag, just so that you're not forced to use their product that many times they can't confirm whether it is gluten-free. So definitely worth looking into. Now, the next one, depending on you and your pet, depending on your relationship with your pet, many people actually get gluten from feeding their dogs and their cats. So most dog food, cat food, has got gluten in it. So if you're feeding your pet and then say your pet eats and licks your face, I know many people allow their animals to do that then you could be getting a bit of gluten from that situation. 
no judgment because <laughs> we're all different. But if that's happening to you, that's something to be aware of. You may want to look at finding a gluten-free version or just making sure that your pet is staying away from your face. Um, if you're giving your pet treats, so just say like you give your dog a doggy treat, you need to be washing your hands afterwards so that you're not getting gluten from that and getting exposure from that. So many people, again, aren't aware of that, don't even think about it. So it's just something to have an awareness around if you yourself have a dog or a cat and, you know, they're up in your face and, and licking you and things like that. So something to think about. All right. The next one is seasonings, herbs, and spices. Such a shame that many of these products have got gluten in them. Um, some of them use it as like an anti-caking agent to stop the, their products from clumping together. Um, but again, it's to do with reading labels, making sure that you don't get caught out, things that would be, you know, very surprising for many people to discover that, yeah, unfortunately there's gluten in a lot of those products. So yeah, definitely worth checking every time you shop every product I recommend you read. Make sure that when you're buying things, you know that they're safe. All right. And the next one is some teas. So some teas actually use um, barley as a flavoring in them. So a lot of herbal teas have barley in them. So again, <laughs> it's just another thing that we have to think about. Um, I did a whole episode on the best teas that I recommend for celiac disease. Um, so that was episode 33. So you can go back and listen to that where I talk a little bit more about tea and gluten in tea as well. So if you haven't listened to that one, you can go check that one out. Again, I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. All right, the next one is licorice. Now, licorice, again, you can get gluten-free versions of it. I've had gluten-free licorice, and I don't think it tastes anything like normal licorice at all from my memory of when I used to be able to eat licorice. So if you've found a good gluten-free licorice, make sure you let me know because my mum loves licorice and she's got celiac disease as well. So yeah, if you found a good brand, please let me know on Instagram so you can message me at the healthy celiac at any time that you listen to this episode. That'd be really handy. All right. So the next one, this blows my mind that this is even a thing, but colonoscopy prep kits. I know of people that have done their colonoscopy preparation and then they found out that the prep kit actually had gluten in it. So they've been going and getting, say, their their regular checkup. So this is after they've been diagnosed. They already know that they have celiac disease and they've been given a colonoscopy prep kit that contains gluten. It's outrageous. So again, the people that are meant to be taking care of us slip up, they make mistakes, and it's up to us to be our best advocate. It's up to you to make sure that you are looking after number one. You need to read labels. You need to ask all the questions. You need to make sure that what you're putting in your body is actually gluten-free. So that one I find is really quite sad that that happens. But, you know, like I said, mistakes are made all the time. It's just, yeah, it's just one of those things that we, we always need to be on guard with, unfortunately. All right, the next one is mouthwash. So if you use mouthwash at home, again, making sure that there's no gluten in your mouthwash. 
All right, and the last one, which is kind of interesting. So this is more about not consuming it, but about it being airborne when you are renovating, and that is drywall. So here in Australia, we tend to call drywall Jiprock. It's a brand of, I guess, a plaster wall. Now, I've spoken to Jiprock, and Jiprock brand does not have gluten in it. So for those of us Aussies here, we don't need to stress that Jiprock is unsafe. It's fine. But in countries that have drywall, um, that is not the brand Jiprock, then you will need to check that. So I know it's not called drywall everywhere. We call it plaster sheets as well. So it just depends in your country. I hope you understand what I'm talking about, but it's basically what's put up on walls before you paint. Um, so yeah, lots of people that do renovations. So if you're cutting those plaster sheets and the particles get in the air, people get gluten from breathing that in. So again, if you are renovating, you would need to be very careful. I guess it would be either investigate what you're putting up on your walls first, whether you look for a product that doesn't have gluten in it, or you need to wear some serious respiratory masks. So, you know, you can get masks that block out all of the um, particles so that you're not breathing in that when you're doing the renovations or it could be you need to actually leave the house while those renovations are being done if there's no way of avoiding it so it's a really interesting one that you know just from airborne particles we can get quite sick as well so again it's about doing some research finding out what's going on in your home and making sure that you are as safe as possible because at the end of the day no one wants to have gluten in their system when they have celiac disease. So I hope you learned something new in this episode and I'd be very interested to hear from you where you've been glutened or where you've found gluten that surprised you. So this is just a very small snippet of a long list of places that you can find gluten that we don't think about. So yeah, hit me up, send me a message if you've got somewhere that you'd like to share that you found gluten that surprised you. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk with you again very, very soon. Have a fantastic week. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to head to belindawheelan.com forward slash pod 10 to get a list of the top 10 episodes that I recommend you listen to next.